And I'm Wifi. How are you today? Good. It was a long work day. Ten hours of work. Nice. Actually, more. How was your day? How did do you feel? I'm also tired. It was a lot to do at work, and then when I came home, I studied. So it's a lot today. Can you talk a little quieter? Yeah, I can actually. Okay. Let's go all closer to the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to scratch my nose now. Don't do that. That's gonna annoy people. <laughs> we are doing some ASMR tonight. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, our topic for this episode is actually brought to you by my mother because it was my mom's idea. Really? Yeah. When? When we did a podcast with her. When we did the episode with my mom. Yeah. How to lose a leg and still be cool as fuck. Was that uh, that's called? a great episode if you haven't listened to that one yet. Um, at After we stopped recording, she and I kept talking and she had some ideas for episodes. And she thought about the relationship with pets. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know that. That was her idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since we, um, I don't know, almost all of us, I guess, I assume, or a lot of people have or had a relationship with a pet at some point in their lives. They either grew up with them or they currently have a dog or something else. Um, And we thought it would be interesting to talk about that and maybe go into like what we can learn from like relationships with animals or even from them. And yeah, I think it's going to be a fun topic. Yeah. And since we tried to find a fun topic is not super depressing and <laughs> like uh i don't know or causes anxiety or something like that or it's just hard to yeah. talk about we thought let's talk about pets yeah uh what was your first pet i had so many pets but your up. first pet my first was a golden retriever her name was claire claire my but- parents got her before either of us were born so my brother before my brother was born too Mm-hmm. They had her as a puppy, and she was a super naughty puppy, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time we came around, or at least me, I think she was probably six or seven, I would guess. She was middle-aged. Oh, okay. So but she-, she was the best dog. She was super good with kids, and she let me dress her up in like my dress-up clothes. And I used to act out the scene from Aladdin where Jasmine steps on Raja, the tiger's head, mm-hmm. to get onto the tree. <laughs> that poor dog. I used to act that scene out like I was Jasmine and the dog. <laughs> you stepped she on would, her. Yeah, she was laying on the floor and I would step on her to get on the couch pretending I was Jasmine. <laughs> she was just like, okay. That's not cool. Yeah. That's, that's right there. That's animal cruelty. It's not. If she didn't like it or mine, she, she would wouldn't say let me something do it. And she didn't say anything. No, she so. wouldn't let me do it. I was just the, it was like six or seven. I was this tiny little, not even. I was five or six, I guess. Okay, I guess the dog can handle that at that age. Yeah. yeah, she was my first pet. I had only one first pet, or like I didn't. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, uh, I only I. I only had three pets. and No, that's not true. Actually, I had more. Yeah, I had more. But my first or our first pet was a, was a cat called Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, really cute and really, I don't know, a special cat, I guess. He, he 
was around for 19 years, so pretty long, and he had the best life. And he was a really, I don't know, some cats can be really like loners or like they come and eat and then they go, or they only <laughs> like you when you feed them or when you give them food and then they go. But Honey Boy knew when you were sad, he tried to comfort you. He um, was just there. He was he was a snuggler. He loved to snuggle. Oh, that's nice. He, I mean, he was technically not allowed in our beds, but he just give, didn't give a shit. And we didn't really give a shit back then. But yeah, he was a really, really good pet. And I, I don't know. It was a that perfect pet to have as a child. Even though he scared us sometimes, like when we <laughs> when we when we went to like Croatia or like some other holidays for a couple of days. Usually some of our family members took care of him, but he knew that they, we were gone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes cats do that where they just are not showing up for a week. Yeah. Um, and he did that. Every time we went somewhere, when we came home, it was a 50-50 chance that we would come back on the same day or like two or three days later. Hmm. And I remember even one time we came back and he didn't show up for days. Um, and then we found out that he was locked into a into a garage. Aww. Yeah, but he always made it home. And he died here in the house while we were sitting surrounding him. And actually his death day is coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I mean, you... he was 20 years old almost. So, yeah, yeah, sure, I remember that. Did you have any pets that weren't cats? Yeah, I had two, two uh, rabbits. But I don't really remember them that much. I was pretty small when mm -hmm. we had them. And, and they, they lived outside, didn't they? They lived outside and one of them froze to death, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. in wintertime he or she escaped um, and froze to death. And the other one then died afterwards because being lonely and stuff. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, and then another cat, which is still alive right now. Yeah. But he's the kind of cat that only likes you because you give him food and he, as soon uh, as you don't have food anymore he, he's like bye peace he, out he i mean he had a troubled childhood Child. <laughs> yeah like cat, cat childhood <laughs> um but he he was i think uh in i litter of four uh eight uh -huh. i think or seven even and he was the smallest one and mm -hmm. he had to fight for his food yeah and so his craving for food comes from that. And also my, my sister nourished that so fucking mm -hmm. hard. And yeah, he, he, I don't know. He is a sweet little thing, but he can be annoying. And he, he asks for food all the time, <laughs> like all the time. He literally goes out, comes in food, goes out, comes in food all the time. Yep. Yeah. But you had mostly dogs. No, I had everything. I had, I mean, I never had a cat. Um, dogs were like the main thing. So we had, a, we had the golden retriever. And then when she died, we got a Jack Russell Terrier and he was the devil. Oh yeah, Jack Russell. Um, <laughs> it wasn't his fault. He, we think he had a brain disorder because he also had epilepsy or mm. something along those lines. And he just, he wasn't very nice to people. He was not a very nice dog. Um, and then we got two Basset hounds. Oh yeah. Lois and Lucy. But Lucy had to go. Luce, they fought too much. And they were from the same litter. And they fought all the time as they got older. And 
um, my mom and dad ended up finding a home for Lucy. <laughs> I don't know how they came to the decision to get rid of her, not Lois. But <laughs> Lucy was my favorite, I have to say. But then, because she was kind of the outcast, so I liked her. But Lois was legit the best dog in the world. So I'm super glad that we kept her. Um, and she lived also very long until she was, I don't know, 12, maybe. Oh, wow. That's long. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And she was very sweet. She was. She also was one of those animals. She knew when you were sad. And sometimes she would, we thought that she could see ghosts, at least my uh, mom and I thought that. Either that or she was just sometimes really dumb. I because have the feeling with the dog right now, too. She was like, but she I would just stare. Dumb. She would just stare at the wall or like mm. look up at the ceiling and just stare for so long. Or if I felt like I saw something, because my mom and I both had experiences like that in one apartment that we had. If I felt like I saw something, if I looked at her, she'd be looking in the same direction that I felt like I saw something. Oh, man. So I feel like she could see things. Um, <laughs> but she was she was the best. She was so sweet. Um, and like small animals, and we obviously would fish. Um, and fish. We had fish too, actually. Yeah. yeah. We had fish as kids. Goldfish. And we... I had a guinea pig, and then my mom got a guinea pig because she loved mine so much. We made the mistake of putting them in the same oh, no. cage, and then we had six guinea pigs <laughs> 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 because they had four babies. Um, we ended up keeping one, so we had three for a while. Um, <laughs> we had a bearded dragon. Oh, that's fun. Named Elvis. That was more my dad's pet. He was a class pet, and my dad would take him home in the summers. So he would stay oh, with us. Okay. Um, so he stayed in the classroom. But he was pretty tortured because, you know, kids, yeah. my dad taught at like fifth grade students or something and oh, he would man. tap on the glass sometimes. So he was pretty tortured. Oh, man. And my dad was the only person that he would let touch him. Um, but he was cool. We had rats. Oh, yeah. My mom and I each had a rat. Um, What else did we have? I think that's. I think that's it from the animals and then once i moved out i got my own dog i got a pit bull named bailey mm -hmm. we adopted her um she changed my whole world um yeah that's basically all my animals but yeah mostly dogs bailey eilish has a pit bull i know oh you know yeah i know okay yeah that's a really cute cute i don't know the name right I now i just it's on the tip of my tongue but yeah it's a cute dog oh shark 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 yeah yeah, he, he looks really cute. Um, yeah, now we have a rat. Unfortunately, only one. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that mm. in previous episode. And we have a dog, which belongs to my mom. Mm. Uh, she's pretty old. And we have a cat, which is like in... That's your sister's cat. It's my but sister's cat. But he lives here. Cat. Yeah, but he lives here. Yeah. Yeah, we can't get rid of him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nah. And we want to get a dog for our, yeah. like our own dog. Um, but yeah, but so like for you, what is, is there something that like you personally learned or experienced like something special that you experienced with your no. pet, no. something that like sticks out to you? No. Nothing. Nothing. Nah, sure. I mean, we, I think, I think it's especially growing up with a pet and having a pet for so long for such a continuous time. I mean, that pet was basically around from when I was two or three yeah. until... I was 20, 
21. Mm. Yeah, 21. He was there for everything and he was just there all the time. And it was just normal. It was a normal thing to have him around, to mm-hmm. have him having him here. And I mean, and, they become a part of the family. Yeah, right. It, not only family, but life. And, and uh, it was really hard when he was gone. Um, for some time because we were just it was just so normal it was just we never knew life without him at that point so uh, having him not around anymore was pretty hard in the first couple of months Um, I would say like half a year even and that is pretty significant for a pet Mm -hmm. I think Um, and because just when you when you come home after school or or after university or whatever it was or work he was just there. He was yeah. waiting for you. He greeted you and he was really like snuggly and he didn't want food right away. So he came up to you and wanted to like mm-hmm. get picked up and he wanted his pets and stuff. And every time he heard a car and back then we had that this this distinct car which made this distinct noise uh, when it came around the corner and, and he knew he was just running. He was bolting <laughs> up the driveway and was waiting in the front door, stuff like that. You, yeah. I don't know, It's uh, there's so much to having a pet for so long and uh, taking care of it and uh, knowing or, uh, I don't know, knowing how to treat it well, being sensitive in mm. the sense that you have to listen to the pet sometimes, what it wants, what it needs, if it doesn't feel well, stuff like that. Yeah. And, we had to go to the doctor multiple times because he had to get stitches because he was fighting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, meds, obviously. And then of the last couple of months where we knew, okay, he's not going to be around any longer. And I don't know. It was a special, a special thing. And I think he taught us a lot in terms of how to treat each other, treat animals, be mm-hmm. patient. And but also about death and dying. I mean, about losing someone that or something that has been around for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, I I still miss him. He he was such a good cat, and I would totally go back in time, steal him from myself, <laughs> and come back and have him again for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, first I have to say I forgot to mention I also had a rabbit, and I can't believe I forgot oh, my yeah, sweet little thumper. Um, but for me, um, I, I've learned something different, I think, from every pet that I've had, but especially with the dogs. Didn't the rabbit uh, teach you French? (laughs) Yeah, he did. Um, but for me, the thing that sticks out the most is how different their personalities are. Yeah, that's true. Because that to me is so, I think having so many different dogs and so many different pets, you really see different personalities. And like the best example is with Lois, one of the, my Basset Hound. Mm-hmm. She, she was smart, but she had this, she had such a weird little personality where she would just do weird things. Like she was scared of the smallest little things where we would, if we didn't want her to go into a room, mm-hmm. we could put up this little wooden board that was less than an inch thick oh, and, she and, jump and over like it. three to four inches tall. Mm-hmm. She could jump over it, but she wouldn't yeah. because she was just scared of it. And we could do the same with like a cable. <laughs> we eventually learned that we can just lay a cable in front of a doorway and she wouldn't cross it. That's funny. 
And that reminds me of the dog Fastrit, who yeah. was always running around, and then they uh, oh, just the <laughs> they just put a, a old Converse shoe on his. Uh, they tied it to his uh, collar. collar, and so he had always the feeling that he was tied to something, so he never ran away anymore. Mm -hmm. So he always stayed on the property, even <laughs> though it was wide open and he could just bolt out in the woods. Yeah. It's so funny how, how you can trick them. Mm. <laughs> but she, Lois would also do this thing where my brother very often would leave the gate open. Mm -hmm. We Our house had like, we had a nice backyard and we put a gate in the driveway so she couldn't, we could just let her out the back yeah. door and yeah. he would always forget to check if the gate was closed I'm when he sure opened the door. And it's your brother. <laughs> and she was so funny because she would almost always go to the same place. Oh, yeah, down the street. She literally would just go around the corner and down the street. She wouldn't go to the street that's a busy street. She went the other way. And she would just go around the corner and sit in the neighbor's yard. So you would literally walk down the block and you'd just see her sitting in their yard, just staring at nothing. <laughs> She liked it there. Maybe that was like her her quiet place. That's so funny. Yeah, she was she was a sweet dog. <laughs> but I think every animal has their own personality and their own like special characteristics that make them unique. I mean, and I think that's so special. That's true for any animal. I think because if you like, if you get to know an animal or if you see them a lot or if you work with them or whatever or if you have them you learn how they behave and mm -hmm. you learn their character traits and you learn how different they are to their siblings or to their friends or whatever yeah like with the chickens in the backyard yeah they are so different each of them yeah one of them is always out and yeah, she always escapes like their little just, pen. She just jumps out and right, walks and around and then goes a, back. Right. You can't put her back, obviously, but she doesn't give a shit. So she <laughs> jumps out again. And three of them always like go on the fence at night and just. Especially snuggle. during a storm. It's if it's so raining, weird. they're all sitting out in the storm on the ledge of the little gate so and just weird. sitting and in the rain. And they're each so weird because they come out like when you walk out there and they mm -hmm. greet you and obviously are food motivated, but still they greet you and. And they're all of them are so different. Yeah. They're so different in, in in a lot of ways. And with the rats, it was the yeah, same. I, I never had rats. And they they're first so of all so different. First of all, they they were different from the start, obviously. But how they evolved and mm -hmm. how they changed, like how their character changed through the years we had them, was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, also they're super smart. They're, they're so they don't smart. fuck around. They don't. You think like they they're random but they know exactly what they're doing i mean if anyone out there is like thinking of getting a small pet or wants yeah. a pet um but yeah. can't afford yeah. the time for like a dog or something i highly recommend a rat, a rat i know awesome. it sounds like it's not that exciting but i mean for someone who's had animals like guinea pigs and stuff they're sweet but i don't know they they're kind of like on their own they don't really connect with you that much yeah. some maybe do but in my experience we had a lot of guinea pigs and they never really connected with you they're always kind of mm -hmm. shy and mm -hmm. um startled easily yeah but with rats they're so fun yeah they're fun and you get so attached to them and they're they're super like interested in things especially females mm -hmm. they're they really want to explore they climb all over you yeah and they're they're super fun. They're super smart. You can learn them tricks. But please get at least two if yeah, you do get rats because yeah. they get lonely. Let's take a quick Blake, huh? Blake. Blake. Let's take a quick Blake. Okay.
with a new episode of Translate. Oh no, that was already. No, but I think I think uh, I don't know. Pets can be really beneficial in a lot of ways, and I think we can also learn a lot from them mm-hmm. for us and for our relationships with other people. Um, friends or family or other relationships and we learn stuff from them outside of the obvious maybe so like Mm -hmm. there are things people parents especially like to get small pets for their kids as like a way to teach them responsibility taking care of something yeah um which i think is great um but i think we even as adults learn so much from pets and they they give us so much that we don't really realize i mean for example uh, the dog that we have right now is 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 really, really, really going on my nerves sometimes, <laughs> especially when she doesn't want to walk. And she yeah, she's like the only dog in the world who doesn't pushes, get excited to go for a walk. She pushes my my uh, buttons, but not buttons. My what is it called? My patience. Oh yeah. She pushes she my patience. She, patience. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like to the limit sometimes. <laughs> and you know, you just want to go outside and and walk a little bit, get some steps. And and some fresh air, and she just stands around. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! The best is when we're walking, and she sees, like, she senses that someone's walking behind oh, us. Man. They could be so far behind us that they look like a speck, but she will stop, yeah. and just stare at them until they're either they turn a different way or yeah. they pass us. <laughs> yeah, she will not move. <laughs> man, that dog is a special dog. She is, but she also, I sense with her that she really, she knows when you need her and she knows when you're sad. Yeah, And sure. she knows when you're stressed. She she approaches you differently when you're That's in a true. certain mood. Not and I, I like that about her. That's true. Yeah, but we have some things written down that may, might be obvious to you, might mm-hmm. not be obvious to you that you should or you can or you already are adapting or from your pet or for having a pet um for example forgive mistakes is one and if you look at dogs or other animals they usually don't hold crutches (laughs) some do some do maybe some do maybe longer some do maybe not so long i mean i'm thinking of my mom's dog oh yeah sure that's true pickles her name's pickles she's a labradoodle Mm -hmm. i wouldn't necessarily say she holds a grudge she doesn't hold a grudge but if if my mom doesn't do something She's that, very that Pickles is used mm. to, Pickles is very smart and she has a routine. Yeah. And if that routine gets slightly off base or like even just a few minutes behind, yeah. Yeah. she's hyper aware of that and she will just not stop bugging my mom yeah. until yeah. it happens. I mean, yeah, right. And I, uh, I think that brings us to another one is like celebrate time together and also be excited to see each other because... I don't know, we sometimes forget, especially when, I mean, nowadays it's not so because we don't see people that often. Mm-hmm. But when we are like in the normal life, we see people a lot and we tend to not maybe, I mean, we are precious of the time, but maybe not as excited about it as we should be or as grateful as we should mm-hmm. be. And that's also something that like animals can teach us because they're most, some of them are really excited if they see you again, yeah. even after five minutes of yeah. being away. Um, and they just love you being around. Some, not all, <laughs> obviously. 
Um, but I would say in the most, at least with dogs, for the most part, I think that's almost always the case. Yeah, when you yeah. come home, yeah. they're super excited to see I you. I think cats too, Or even if you if just say hello to them. Yeah. You might have already been home, but if they were in another room yeah. and you go in and you say hi, they wag their tail, they yeah. get all excited. Yeah. I think that's super sweet. Another thing is I think walking in general or going outside, mm-hmm. especially with a dog, obviously, or you have like maybe a horse or something. Um, but it's so nice to just have a reason to go out and even if you don't have a dog we for example try to get in ten thousand steps every day Mm -hmm. which makes us walk even though it's fucking cold or Mm -hmm. raining or whatever um and it's the same with a dog you have to get outside you have to be active and that's that's awesome and i think that's something you should also be doing even if you don't have a pet that forces you outside Um, the next one is embrace the power of silence. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that basically speaks for itself, but um, I don't know. Sometimes you don't have to talk about everything, paying attention, just being with each other, just feeling you and your partner or your dog or whatever animal is nice. Just like chilling on the couch, mm-hmm. laying next to each other, spending time together or you know, stroking the cat or the dog and just giving it pets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice too. You don't have to talk. I mean, it's super therapeutic. Right, right. It's nice. Like it laying on a couch and snuggling a dog and just petting them. It's so therapeutic. Right. And it's the same thing with showing love in big and small ways. I mean, that's what we just yeah. said. The dog, a dog, for example, you can just go into a room and then say hello and, yeah. and pet it a little bit and, and it's but even, so excited. even something as simple as you're sitting on the couch and the dog comes and lays next to you. Even that's mm-hmm. like such a it's small gesture but it's such a big or sign of affection. just a little treat for example or like a little toy that you get for the dog mm-hmm. some once in a while. I mean that's something that you can adopt. Um, another one I love that one is be yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul said if you can't love yourself how in the hell you're going to love somebody else and I think that's pretty Pretty cool because I think I mean we talked about that in uh, in loving yourself or whatever that episode was called. Yeah. <laughs> but a pretty big thing is that you should accept yourself how yeah. you are. And, and I think the dog helps you with that. Or well, like I think an any animal. animal I don't think I. I mean, obviously, we don't. We're not inside their heads. But I would guess that animals don't like try to be anyone other than themselves. They yeah, yeah. they're just purely who they are. Yeah. And you see that in how they act every day. You see that in exactly what I was talking about before, that they all have their own personalities and they show that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's super special because you also, you can learn from that and you can say, okay, you clearly don't give a shit what people think about you. I shouldn't either. I think another one is, a really nice one is lower your expectations. Yeah, I mean, that goes along with one of the other ones that we said, but... With the example of dogs, because I yeah. think that's the most relatable. Yeah. They they don't hold a grudge on you and they, they forgive easily. And so it, it's kind of like if you like if you are having a hard day or if you're working a lot, they don't hold a grudge against you or they don't blame you for... They give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. And it's, they, you don't have to explain yourself right. to the dog. They just love you anyways. Right. And, and I think that's something that's something super unique. If you look at... If you look at relationships in general it's super hard to just step over your self pride your your you know the thing that makes you angry and keeps you angry and 
or or makes you believe that you're right and you have to be right or you have to win that fight or whatever it mm-hmm. is that 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 keeps you from just stepping over it and saying hey fuck the whole thing it doesn't really matter and with dogs i mean you can see how it works because they are not like that they they don't you don't come home and they tell you hey you said that in the morning you did that in the morning mm-hmm. and you're like oh god damn it fucking dog remembers <laughs> they, they 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 maybe they remember but they don't give a shit and they show you that they don't give a mm-hmm. shit they 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 love you like they always love you and that's a super nice thing i think yeah um, another really important one is give each other unconditional love. Yeah. And that also, I think, goes along with all of them where they they love you no matter what. I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about people who abuse their pets because right, right. that's a different story. But even then, I think those dogs who are abused and animals who are abused because they're so dependent on humans, yeah, I think they yeah. still have some sort of connection and compassion for yeah. those people. Yeah. Um, but... If you abuse any animal, you're an asshole and you deserve to be locked up. just want to say that. Um, but they, they really do show you unconditional love. And yep. I mean, the best example is if your dog does something they, they're not supposed to do, like if they pee on the carpet or yeah. they poop in the house or something and oh, you scold naughty. them for it mm. or they chew up furniture or, you mm. know, whatever it is and you scold them for it, they, they know mm-hmm. that they did something wrong, mm-hmm. but you also are so quick to forgive your dog or yeah. your pet because you know that it's not their fault or they're learning or, you know, it's just they they made a mistake and you're so quick to forgive them and it's the same. They're so quick to forgive right. you. Right. And I think that's something that we can take into our relationships. By the way, I chewed up your uh, uke. You chewed up my ukulele. Yeah, both. Okay, we're going to talk about that later. You're going to be scolded. Can you forgive me? You're going to rub your nose in it. <laughs> what did you do? Look at that. Yeah, I wanted, I needed something to chew on. And okay. the uke was, you know, light wood and that's easy nice. to chew on. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's something we can take into our relationships where, especially with the little things, we don't. We're human, we make mistakes, and there's no real need to turn to anger, and there's no need to, you know, shut someone out for, you know, hours on end or not speak to them or or yell at each other. Right. Over such small things, you can be upset by it, but then you can just let it go and forgive it. And let it go. I think that's. Let it go. I think that's really, um, that's a, a really unique lesson that we can learn from pets. What is it? Let it go, let it go, let's build a snowman? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not what it is. But no, yeah. but if, it, in general, I think pets are super important for kids, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I grew up with a pet and I, I, I gained so much knowledge, I gained so much compassion, and I gained so much a love for an animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, such, it's such, such a small thing can have such a huge impact in your life. And even with the rats, or the rat we still have, uh, it's the same thing. Um, no matter how small or big they are, they can be such a nice addition in a really, I don't know, empty and, and dreadful life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I was, it is it is really insane. I mean, I had rats as a kid, but I was too young, I think, to, I mean, I wasn't super young, but I was young enough that I don't really remember too much about how I felt about them. Mm-hmm. I remember them being around and I remember their names and what they looked like, but yeah. I don't remember too much about like their individual personalities and stuff. But having rats now, I'm 
blown away by how much of an impact they have on my life and how such a tiny little thing can be so funny and so weird and and sweet it's there's so much personality packed Mm. into this tiny little creature yeah and you just love them so much it's insane yeah it's a good it's a good pet to have yeah and also, I would love to hear like a funny pet story. Oh, yeah, so if you have a funny pet story, like something weird that your pet does or something, or even just a sweet pet story, something sweet that, that your pet did for you or that you think is nice, I, I like those stories. So That's you a can good idea. You can either like send us a voice message on Anchor or a message on Instagram at Translating Love Podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, we would love that. I love hearing stories like that. Again, please uh, share the podcast if you can. It would help us a lot. Um, and like or subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcast. And we hear each other soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye.